Hey, this is Station from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and you're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast. I'm the greatest scientist of all time. Station. Well, I hope you tuned in today with the intent that you didn't want to miss a thing because we are here <laughs> in the Horror Movie Podcast Studios with the Jared Chester. Hello, Jared. Hello, Jack. And producer Phil on the Mickey Mike Mike. What up, Jack? There you know it. Straight from the streets of Compton. Well, you're from San Francisco. Right? Right. Straight from the <laughs> straight from the bay. You and MC Hammer, both from the Bay. I was rocking oh, wow. the East Bay. Before the magazine East Bay. You guys ever seen the magazine East Bay? Never mind. I, I, no, we can't talk about that, I guess. They're not a sponsor. So, <sighs> um, so check it out. Uh, we are the Horrible Movie Podcast. We talk about horrible movies. And this week is a movie that many people went and saw. You listening in your car, driving, listening to the radio, or you that has downloaded this episode or subscribed on the iTunes or Revolver Podcast, however you found us. Um, you probably watched this movie. There are millions of people have seen this movie. Um, huge budget, huge box office. Uh, and there are people that would say this is a great movie. I, I would differ in your opinion because I think it's just not very good. It's kind of corny. There's massive plot holes in it. The science is really stupid. <laughs> um, the concept that you could pick drillers to become astronauts and you could have just picked astronauts to become drillers. I would argue that the when NASA goes to Texas exactly. to work the oil fields, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make a lot of sense. But but I'm saying you guys have your opinions. You can't have your opinions. I have mine. Armageddon. Uh, I'm not a big fan, but it's great to talk about on this podcast. So we'll get to the deets here in a little bit. But um, this made a lot more money than yeah. Deep Impact, like 200 million dollars more. Oh, wow. Um, so the ending was that, better. That's its twin film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about that on the podcast. If you're listening to this on the radio, tune into the podcast to hear our uh, extra talk. But um, 200 million more, but not the better of the two movies, right? I, the, the ending to this is a little bit better. Um, as yeah. for my for my um, redemption type scenario, yep. because Deep Impact, like Jared, we were talking. Everybody dies. Yeah, we were talking on the on the midweek episode for this one and uh, the preview show, and yeah, spoiler alert to Deep Impact. Yeah. <laughs> it's Weird. been 20 years, it has people. Been. Elijah Wood. Um, anyway, so, but anyway, Armageddon. Uh, this week's episode is all about Armageddon, starring a great cast of people. Um, we, um, on this podcast, do a lot of um, movies that are, you know, big, big movies. There, there have been, what's another huge movie we've done on this one? We've talked about, we had an episode a while back about Batman versus Superman, but it was more of a panel thing where we talked about it, but there was a lot of, you know, chomping in the bit. That's actually, this is actually the return of Ben Affleck to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, anything else, guys, do you want to talk about? Armageddon? <laughs> anything I remember bef- watching Before this. we hit this? Do you, did you watch it in the theater? No. No, um, I think I rented it from Blockbuster. <gasps> what a difference! Yeah. Ooh, Blockbuster I saw Deep Man. Impact in theaters, but this one I did not. Um, Phil, did you see this one in the theaters? Do you remember? Yeah, I think I saw both of them in theaters. Um, the soundtrack on this is a monster. 
Um, they paid Aerosmith a lot of money. A I'm lot sure. of money. And I will say this: or um, they didn't, and Steven Tyler just said, "Hey, you put my daughter, put my daughter, put my daughter in this movie, and we'll <laughs> sing your songs." But, but she, at this point, had been in some other stuff, and he um, was huge. Aerosmith was big at this point. Again, they were they had come back basically into being big, uh, and then. Um, this is before the Lord of the Rings movies, though, right? Yeah. Because she, Liv Tyler's in the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. What um, did she do before this? That thing you do. Yeah. She was the, oh. the love, love oh, interest. Cool. The, the Oneaters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Wonders. The Wonders. Yeah, the Oneaters. Um, <laughs> but um, I was talking about the soundtrack. The soundtrack of this movie um, has one of my favorite bands on it, actually, and our Lady Pieces on this soundtrack. I thought you were gonna say Aerosmith. No, I know I, I I've had, especially when I was in high school, and it wasn't like I'm not talking about that. And you go, oh gosh, like I was in high school and Dream On came out. <laughs> no, I'm saying they had a greatest hits that came out whenever I was in high school, like my sophomore or freshman year of high school, may have been a junior, and um, that was massive. We drove around town, cruise town. Yeah. I think if you're listening to this in a big city, you don't you don't. Maybe you have a concept for cruising town, maybe mm, in no. small town America. That's the, the thing. You cruise Sonic. You, you find cruise, the main you, the you, main strip, yeah. and you just drive down it. Yeah, when and, you get to the end, yeah, turn around the Piggly Wiggly and, and hit I, it again. I definitely cruise town, <laughs> listening to some Aerosmith, um, and then I definitely Our Lady Peace, man. Starseed is a song that's on the soundtrack from them, and it's great. And there's some other awesome ones. Anyway. Um, it is time on this podcast for a segment we like to call A Time for Some Deeds. Armageddon, folks, directed by the Michael Bay. My gosh, Michael Bay. He brought us Transformers. He brought us a, so many other great things. You can be a, a frequent director on this podcast, I think. And I think it's because <laughs> of the tone of his movies. I think that's why. I think that it's too cool for school. Um, I've yet to have anyone do... He did The Rock. Yeah, he, and that was great. That's probably yeah. his highest review. The Rock is awesome. Yeah. I love that movie. And it, it's corny like this at times, too, though. You know? I, I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes list for just his movies, and this sits towards the bottom, but it's not at the bottom. Like He he actually has directed and produced <laughs> movies that are even worse than this. But. Produced wow. by Jerry Bruckheimer. doesn't get much wow. bigger than Bruckheimer, man. Yeah. He's big. Um... Screenplay, let's see, a little-known uh, director screen, or screenwriter named J.J. Abrams. In 1998, J.J. Abrams wasn't the mega superstar that he is now. He was floating in doing uh, Get Ready to Do Felicity, uh, which then turned into Alias, which then became a huge, a huge successful career. Uh, he reinvented the Star Trek franchise and uh, many other great things. J.J. Abrams got some money. First writing the screenplay. Uh, story by Robert Roy Poole. I have no idea why I said it that way. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Starring Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, who Billy Bob's uh, star, or his asteroid, if you will, was hurtling his meteor. His meteor was flying through space at this point. <laughs> Billy Bob was a massive superstar. He was in he things was. like Sling Blade. He was smooching around awkwardly with um, Angelina. Uh, Angelina Jolie on the red carpet. 
pre-Brad. They literally there's a there's a thing when they're on the red carpet at some movie thing. Oh yeah. And they have matching vials of each other's blood around they the neck. They were weird. They around, were, the ti- around this time of this movie. Yeah, because they were because yeah. ma- they were they were a thing. Oh okay. Awkward. So you'd say that he enjoyed some meteoric ex- success. With he did. This film? He's from Arkansas. Liv Tyler, like we said, Ben Affleck. My gosh, Will Patton. Uh, and Steve Buscemi, you also get Michael Clark Duncan in this. I, I like some Peter Stormare in this. But Peter Stormare, isn't he the guy that's in like every movie? And you're like, oh, he's in this movie. Yeah. Okay. He's in this movie. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> quite knows who he is, but he's in everything. Right. He's even in the Bat, one of the Batman Which movies. One? Oh, really? Oh, that guy. He plays the same thing in everything. He does. Who is he related to that he gets all these spots, these parts? <laughs> um, huge cast. Huge cast. Trevor Rabin. I don't normally say music by... But Trevor Rabin did the music on this. And that could have been cinematographic or not cinematographical, orchestral type stuff. Who knows? But I'm going to salute you, Trevor Rabin, because the soundtrack in this movie is, is important. Yep. Wouldn't you guys say? It was good. This movie is, you know, very important. The soundtrack is very important. Um, release date, July 1st, 1998. Like I said before, uh, man, I was totally rocking 1998. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking that uh, Independence Day spot. Uh, from two years yes. later. Um, 150 minutes long. This thing <laughs> is long. an arduous journey. It's long. And it's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. <laughs> um, a budget of $140 million, which by today's standards is not low, but um, this movie probably today, would have, they would have given it like a $200 million budget. And, yeah. Who knows? Brought in some dinosaurs or something in the beginning part when they say, this is the earth. You had Charlton Heston doing the audio in the beginning of it, talking about this is when the dinosaurs ruled, but they didn't show any dinosaurs. So that was kind of funny. It really was Heston at yeah, the beginning? It was. Oh. Where were the apes? Uh, they, the, <laughs> ah, it was us the whole time. Those Budget. Darn dir- no, dirty apes. Oh, dirty apes. <laughs> Budget was $140 million and box office was $553.7 million. Half a billion. That's a lot. A lot of money. Man. Oh, we didn't talk about this earlier, but uh, who is going to do the 30-second synopsis today? I didn't do it last time. Guess that's oh, me then. That's you then, Jared <laughs> Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer oh, Chester. Yep. Um, so you um, are tasked with a, I, th- I think a pretty cut and dried uh, 30 second synopsis. Yeah. It's a long movie though. Two and a half, yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you're going to talk about Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler and their horribly awkward <laughs> scene where they're talking about animal crackers. I, I wonder okay, if okay. you could, if we would up the I'll ante a little bit, there. if you could I'll, work, work it in, in there. there without, and keep it PG because people on the radio okay. don't want to go, oh, what did you say? <laughs> and it wasn't like they showed it, showed anything, but it was just awkward. Okay. Yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> you don't have to work that in there. Okay. It's your, it's your segment. Okay. Just explore the space of the studio. Here we go. Are you ready? Jared ready. Chester, Armageddon, 30 second synopsis and attack. So meteors are attack- hitting the Earth. Major landmarks are getting blown up. Let's go to the deep Pacific where Harry and his team are drilling for oil. Harry's daughter is shacking up with Ben Affleck. They Eventually they recruit these drillers to go drill a hole on the asteroid. Uh, they have to put a nuke in the middle of the asteroid to blow it up to save the Earth from total extinct- extinction. Um, and I didn't want to miss a thing. 
Oh, that was a good ending. <laughs> Pretty good. That was under. That's under. Yeah. Uh, that's a, it's a simple plot. There's not much more works. to it. Stop. Okay, there we go. Just yeah. the ragtag team of. Huh? Ragtag team. <laughs> that's <laughs> so so uh, much of that. Just yeah. But yeah. anyway. Um, I think it's um, one of the greater things I've ever watched in my entire life. I think the I think the buildup for this movie was huge. I mean, just gigantic. Yeah, gigantic like that <laughs> asteroid. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about power plot and talk about the movie. See you in a sec. Well, it's time for the power plot. <laughs> time for the power plot. That means it's time to talk about the plot of this movie. I need to rename this segment, probably. <laughs> Power plot sounds... I'm not sure what it sounds like. Like a real estate agent has these plots of land <laughs> that are powerful. Built on geodes, I think. My gosh. That they're just so powerful. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Terry McGroomer, and I have real estate. I have power plots. And you too can be a part of my scheme. For five acres, it will only cost you $200,000. Now you're saying, wait a minute, Terry, that's a lot of money. But did I tell you that our plots are built on geodes? And these geodes have power. That's right. Power plots. Terry, Mc- Terry McGrover. Go to Terry McGrover. Time to work. I can't really say that. Can Come I? in this fall to NBC. Come in this fall. Anyway. Nope. No. <laughs> I like I like where you're going with that. <laughs> and then you invite Terry to your house to talk about these plots to build your land on. And then they try to so then Terry, girl or man, man or woman. That's the mystery. That mystery is androgynous. Person's <laughs> androgynous. And they show up and they try to sell you something else completely. Like I don't know, like knock off Sensies or something. And they try to talk you into buying them. And you're like why did I do this? Why did I agree to do this? Uh, I si- I just wanted to sign up. At, I just the geodes. I, I, well, I wanted to. I signed up. Here's how this all started. Okay. I signed up at a trade show um, <laughs> for this barbecue grill that they were mm. raffling off. This, yeah. Well, then Terry got, you know, all my information. Anyway, there you go, Terry <laughs> McGruber. McGruber. Thanks a lot, Terry. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Terry. Anyway, so there's Terry McGruber. Um, power plot. <laughs> That's how we got. That's how I got on that tangent. Uh, Armageddon, folks. We are opening the movie with um, a blasted meteor shower, and this blasted meteor shower rips a hole in Manhattan. <laughs> Actually, it, t- it blows God. up the Atlantis space shuttle first. Yeah, and it hits um, uh, Manhattan. You'll find out in this movie that they get over Manhattan getting struck by things very yeah. quickly. <laughs> In a very eerie way, they're freaking out about Beijing and China getting hit later in the movie. They're, oh, it's going to hit China. Oh, it's going to hit China next. We're going to war in the whole West and, Pacific. And it's great. You should have yeah. been you know, upset that Beijing's going to – they worked so far past Manhattan yeah. getting bombed by – I did not like the start of this movie. It was bad. It's just, I mean, from the, the – gimmicky stereotypical characters mm-hmm. that is just i did not like it did you see uh hanging with mr cooper wasn't that the, amazing I, was that really i thought <laughs> that, that was it was there was he's, um he's in like he's 40, a taxi 45 what's that guy what's that actor's name that was in the first 
He's a black comedian. The, the guy and, that was walking the dog? The before. And then hang on Mr. Cooper shows. After that guy dies. Yeah. Ah. But it was glossed over really quickly. I'm, Very I'm sure. quickly. Did, did you guys notice that one of the World Trade Center towers was hit? Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, this was three years before yeah. and all that, but still. <laughs> I mean, it was weird. It's weird to watch. Yeah, that, it they is weird to out watch. To the, man. <laughs> it's weird. That is weird. Um... So they they find out using the Hubble, which by the way, the um, just up the road from here is a town called Marshfield, Missouri, mm-hmm. and is it Edwin Hubble is from Marshfield, Missouri. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't really. Know that. Yeah. So the Hubble Missouri history Missouri history um, Hubble the Hubble telescope they zoom it in, which I don't think it actually they can't use it after this way. the uh, backyard astronomer finds the. Him and his wife have like a fight. Him and his wife, she yells at him about a pot pie. Well, and then and they name the asteroid uh, based on his wife, Dottie, because it's gonna destroy the Earth. Right. It's just these weird gimmicky yeah, characters gimmicky that stuff. has no bearing on the plot. So he finds yeah. it, and then um, they. Gosh, Dan Truman. Uh, Dan Truman is is uh, uh, Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton, and he leads NASA's team. To try to figure out how to, uh, he's a NASA scientist. He's tasked with once they use the Hubble to discover that this meteor is flying toward the Earth, the asteroid. size of Texas, and it's a rogue asteroid from the asteroid belt. I think is what's happened, mm. and it is the size of Texas. And um, how did they not see this coming? I mean, they had they weren't looking. It's freaking the size of Texas. But we wouldn't look at it. We wouldn't be looking in space. We don't. They know. have the budget to cover three percent of the sky. And the sky is huge. So is, that, were, is that really NASA's budget? No, that's that's, that's what, what they, they said. In the oh, movie. okay. Yeah. I thought you were giving me some insight. <laughs> yeah. I, I was really hoping you would go off on a tangent. I, I, like I said, we made the no. I took the no policy. We took no the no politics, politics pledge. <laughs> we took the no politics pledge, but then you started talking about that, and I was ready for you to go off on this tangent. No, I'm. I won't they're do that. totally bleeding nice and dry. We've Look, got cut that, budgets. That's, no. that's the excuse that Billy Bob gives as to why they were yeah. lo- looking the other yes. direction and didn't see this thing coming. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. so so he is tasked with figuring out how do we stop this asteroid? We want to blow it out of the sky. That's not going to be feasible. It's, it's too big. We wouldn't even be able to make a dent in it, allegedly. But we could, in theory, blow it up with a nuclear weapon. And someone says mm-hmm. that, well, nuclear, yeah. nuclear, we could get a nuclear, nuclear on a nuclear, 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 nuclear on it. Then um, we would be good. Well, how we fly it? We could put a- we could put astronauts up there. Makes sense. Trained mm-hmm. yeah. people that have flown in space, but they they don't understand <laughs> the minutia. Second time I've used it's complex this week of drilling this 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 bomb <laughs> into the asteroid. They don't understand the concept. Have you? They're ever- NASA scientists. Astronauts, they're the smartest people alive, allegedly, but they can't figure out how to drill into an asteroid. It's complicated. Have you ever drilled into anything? No, but I'm not a NASA scientist, <laughs> and um, my 3.4 GPA from from high school and my 3.0 GPA from college. Now, I, my master's degree, I have a 3.95 Ooh. on my master's, but that was easier. Yeah. But I, it's not getting me into MIT or no. wherever you have to go to be an astronaut. Right? I mean, I, I guess. you know, 
But and, and you went to Phoenix University. Too. Shut up! No, I didn't go. that's a legitimate <laughs> hey, I'm place. A Phoenix. No, I didn't go to Phoenix. I have three University. credit hours from there. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I needed it quick, so. Um, and, and you have a 4.0 in those three. <laughs> it was actually pretty tough. Oh wow! Yeah, they had a lot of coursework, and it, it was an online. I was surprised. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Arm- hey, thanks, Armageddon. Tangent. Thank you, uh, Phoenix, for hey, uh, Phoenix donating. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, don't tell them that. All right, so. Uh, anyway, all I'm saying is this, is that why they chose to go this route to say we got to get drillers, deep sea, deep impact drillers. <laughs> you know why? A bunch of execs from Texas were sitting around in a room and said, hey, let's make a, a movie about oil rigging. And, and then it just kind of spitballed, spinballed from there. Like, well, it's been done. What, what, what else can we do? Yeah. What? Let's. Let's put them on an asteroid. There we go. We'll put them in space. And, and Kids then, love space. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait. Well, let, let's let's get one of the drillers to be in love with another driller's daughter. And let's put the daughter oh. on the oil rig. Oh. She's always oh, she's basically grown up on this oil rig. Hey, slap some Aerosmith on it. Oh yeah. Five hundred million dollars. I know. Right there. I, we it, did it, guys. It's, it's perfect. I do declare we did it. Oh, I struck oil. So when when he finds out that his daughter has been sleeping with his employee, his immediate reaction is murder. <laughs> like he go, it's not like you're fired. Murder. He does. He, he does fire him eventually. No, not not bitter rage of I'm going to strangle you here on the spot. Hey, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me get uh, my shotgun. TG, whatever his name is, <laughs> a, a shotgun on an oil rig. What? That's smart. It's it a is. weird scene. Why yeah, not? it's smart. Um, so he does land the bullet on him though. And yeah. So they um, <laughs> he shoots him in the leg and he quits. Right. Yeah. That's when he quits. That's yeah. That's <laughs> the, the first breaking five point. shots weren't enough. <laughs> that's the breaking point. So um, he leaves. About that time is when NASA rolls up though. Yeah. Yeah. They track these people. They track these people down. They take them to the oil. They leave the oil rig. Yeah, yeah. They went their separate mm-hmm. directions. Yeah, why? Yeah. I no one knows. Stupidity. No one knows. They went their they, separate. They were setting up the later scenes. They were because they had to go find them all. They had yeah. to recruit the, the, the big team. Chase down. They had to recruit the team, the Suicide yeah. Squad, if you will. <laughs> Ocean's it Eleven. Really was. Yeah, exactly. This is a team up movie. Yeah, it is. This movie, Suicide Squad, Ocean's Eleven. What's a better Mar- Mar- uh, Magnificent Seven? You yeah. talked about this with Aaron Dicer, team mm-hmm. up movies. Yeah, on Sip Pop. That was good. This is a team up movie. It is. Why didn't you guys it's talk about a, this movie? Because on it's, Sip not Pop? A, it's not a good one. Because Scooby Doo is obviously we better. To, we had to give our top three. Um, the Sif best Pop. Sif Pop is a podcast, folks. If you don't know, if you're listening for the first time, um, our friend Aaron Dicer has been on three times on our podcast. Yeah. He hosts with oh, wow. Aaron, with Andrew Ornsby a podcast called Sif Pop. Uh, Aaron is also on a syndicated radio show, the DNA Show. Yes. Yeah. And it's syndicated. Mm-hmm. Across the nation, and no. uh, he had Phil was on a while back. And if you want to listen to that episode, that was the Power Rangers episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah find the Power Rangers. It was great. Yep. So anyway, they talked about they talked about team up movies. This movie is a team up movie. Armageddon, a team up <laughs> movie. I didn't think about it that way really, yeah. but it's really a team up movie. Puts it in perspective. And, you, and the reason it becomes that is because the Billy Bob Thornton character, who's kind of running NASA, says. I want you to be on the thing. He says, I'll come with one condition. You you got to let me pick my crew. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to bring my boys with me. So. And here's the boys. 
You got the bad, tough leader, Bruce Willis. You got the weird, nerdy guy, Steve Buscemi. You got the big, tough black guy, and his name is Michael Clark Duncan. With a heart of gold. You got the cool California surfer dude, one of the Wilson brothers, Luke or Owen. I always get him mixed up. That's Owen. You got the other kind of random... Square the chunky dude, chunky dude from a couple <laughs> sitcoms in the early nineties. You've got other people. Oh, and you have yeah, Ben the, Affleck, the loyal. You have the yeah. cool uh, son, future son-in-law Ben yeah. Affleck, who wants to date your daughter, dude. And there's also that guy that he he can't see his son anymore, and like he's estranged. Oh, yeah. But that story's crazy because <laughs> he shows up like when they're when they okay they gather them all up, folks, and then they realize they're going to go to space and they could never come back. They may they may never come back. Yeah, this is it. And so he, they all go to see their families. When did they train for this? Th- I mean, it's like it's like we don't have enough time. Yeah. We're, we're crunched for time. We gotta go train for a day and a half in Houston or wherever they trained. And then it's like, well, that's the training. Now you can go see your families one last time. And they go track their families down. It's like the, okay. there's no there's no possible way that all these things happened in the same in eighteen days. Yeah. They don't give us is yeah. it eighteen days? I think yeah. so. It's like fourteen or eighteen. Well, you trained it, to be they were an down ast- to fifteen when it when they introduced they, Harry and his if, crew. If, if being trained to be an astronaut is this easy, fifteen days. Yeah. That what's the point of but all the doc- this? The doctors clearly said they're not going to make it. But uh, it's like. I know, so lame. I know. Anyway, so this one though, that guy. I wonder go- if like Armstrong and John Glenn like like even watch this movie. This is an, an insult. It's an assault. No, turn it off. <laughs> this would be the equivalent of an NFL player watching Varsity Blues and then and then that, somebody <laughs> expecting it to get some sort of football related thing out of it, which they probably love it. I'm saying that. That's me really limiting them. Oh, um, so they go and see their families. That guy goes and sees a a girl that he. I guess had I, I'm just gonna say this, folks, like a one night kind of stand scenario. Yeah, and that girl is April O'Neil from the original it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are you serious? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And it was so funny. Like I'm just like, oh, that's April O'Neil. <laughs> there she is. That's what happened to her. Get your yeah. pizza. Uh, yeah, there you go. Where's Casey yeah. Jones at? That's maybe oh, this is Casey yeah. Jones. He's <laughs> went on this whole other life. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, that, so that, they, the whole montage it just was weird. It, it's so it, it, pa- it's a jam-packed. comedy. It's a this is a two and a half hour movie. They jam packed that. It's like all so weird. So then the big ending occurs, and they go. They fly into space. They have to stop the Muir. Is it the Muir space station? Uh, yes, Muir. Yeah. yeah, the Muir space station. And um, they there's obviously a Russian on there, <laughs> otherwise known as the gas station in the sky. <laughs> yes, and they stop, which is much like that. And he's all the obelisk is Malarash, uh, the obelisk has very big. It's like, <laughs> it's like everything that could be Rocky yeah. Bull, Moose, and Squirrel. And here he is, and he's been up there by himself, and he's glad to see him. He helps him gas up. The space station, space station's all run down, which is really lame. And um, they Russian. they fuel up. Okay. And, Fuel lines freeze and cause yeah. major catastrophe. Yeah, major catastrophe. Um, so they pick up a cosmonaut on their journey to the. And so he asked because yeah. they blew the place up. They, they did blow it up. <laughs> they were just. I mean, it would be like me stopping for gas on the way home, and filling up my car, gas and then, fight, and then lighting a match <laughs> to the thing. Yeah, or or leaving. Yeah, leaving the hose connected and driving off, and then explodes yeah, in the geez. background while you're driving off. You're like, well, they got some gas. And so then you're flying to the uh, incoming asteroid. 
they get hit by other smaller little bits of asteroid. Yeah. They lose the you know, navigation on their plane on their space shuttle. Why were they all flying so close? I don't know. I don't one know. one yeah. of them <laughs> That's a good question. One of them crashes into the yep. asteroid. And they they're like oh, Independence is down. They're dead. They're dead. Oh, they're dead. Kevin had Liv Tyler's boyfriend. Yeah, they were split up. The family was split up. So Bruce Willis was on one and Ben Affleck was on the other one. And um, Ben Affleck's crew, they they use this armadillo uh, ground vehicle thing, like the thing from Halo they drive. A Land Rover, yeah. That's what it's called, armadillo. And they um, drive around. And they eventually, mm-hmm. they eventually drive this Gosh. Land Rover thing on the asteroid. They jump over. They come to a big canyon, and they Grand literally canyon. ramp it up and jump. <laughs> it, I mean, it's like twenty miles. They ramped over this canyon. Even cosmonaut hangs on from the outside. Did my kiss just sky. Really, it's a total anyway. evil, evil Knievel. Total, but. That's a necessary plot because on the other side of the asteroid, mm-hmm. the other drill team just lost their drilling capabilities. But luckily, there's a backup one on the armadillo. They've got to get it over there, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the drill is on its way. They do another jump probably to get there. They get there. How did they get? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they get separated in a Spock in a Spock sh- uh, Spock uh, uh, Kirk type moment. Um, Shatner, pick pick your poison, whichever one. Let's say that <laughs> Bruce Willis is Kirk, and mm-hmm. Kirk makes the big decision: self sacrifice. Sacrifices himself. Oh, sacrifices yeah. himself. I see where you're at. And they cry. And luckily, lit back on Earth, <laughs> they went from hating each other to yeah, to loving each other. Yeah. Back, luckily, it's back such on, an awkward scene. It is, and luckily, back back on Earth, Liv Tyler can hear this whole exchange, yeah. and she's crying, and she tells her father she loves him the last time. He goes, oh, "Baby, oh, girl, I ain't coming home, baby. I'm gonna have to break that promise. Oh, I'm gonna oh. break that promise." But I he ends up in Netflix crying in the back. Yep. Harry, don't do this. <laughs> Every, I love you, crying. Harry. Oh my gosh. Don't do this. And he ends up. Hey, and luckily <laughs> they end up drilling in. He plants a uh, nuclear bomb in there. He says "Yippee ki yay!" Yeah. It yeah. explodes as he run, as he walks away from it, and he's stranded on the moon forever, or the asteroid forever. And uh, it explodes. They come back to oh, Earth, man. and everyone made it except for Harry. And you have and the all astronauts the, and the, lot, most of the astronauts. I love most yeah. of the astronauts, but all the families are there waiting for them. Yeah, um, the uh, a strange girl, girlfriend. Yeah, the woman, the, the women, random the stripper, da- the dance club ladies are there. And um, I don't know if you can say that on the radio, but um, okay. Yeah, well, we'll see what Maybe happens. Not. Maybe yeah. Who knows? We'll we'll give it a try. Um, but uh, they're all there. This kid, this guy's new child that he didn't know he had, is there. And they all win. <laughs> and he loves his daddy, who he's never seen. <clears throat> Steven Tyler rolls up and doesn't want to miss a thing. So. No, he doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> that's the movie, folks. I guess um, we'll, we'll talk about Animal Crackers and the kids and dads. Oh, we've got so many. Yeah. So many things to hit. Um, and, uh, you know, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, power couple. Power couple. And they Gosh. wouldn't be anything without Harry, the dad that sacrificed for the entire planet. Yeah folks we'll talk more about this uh when we come back um armageddon and we'll talk about rate this goods everything else all right so um welcome back (laughs) um i'll tell you what 
you don't know the hilariousness that is this movie. Um, I want to talk briefly about some goods and some bads on this movie. Jared, tell me some goods from this movie. You know, it it didn't look bad. I, I like a good space thriller. I like astronauts flying around, landing on asteroids. So I, I kind of consider that a good. Okay. Phil, a good? You have any goods to contribute? Um, I thought the movie was legitimately funny at some t- yeah. at some points. Not on every. There were a lot of jokes that didn't land. Uh, let me say it that mm-hmm. way. But there there were some definitely <laughs> didn't land. <laughs> def- yes. <laughs> But there were plenty of uh, both visually funny things and just, you know, lines that were funny. Um, yeah. I think a lot of it was just the variety of the different characters and what they brought. But um, honestly, my favorite was Steve Buscemi. Like, I, I thought he was actually, like, pretty yeah. good. He's pretty funny in this movie. Very good. So. Yeah, I couldn't figure out the actual genre of the movie. I, I was very confused thinking comedy, drama, action. Rom-com, I, I don't know. It's got for, a little bit of everything. Of it. Yeah. yeah. It's got a little bit of everything for everyone in the family. It's wholesome. What'd you like? I liked the fact that it was, um, it, it, it does have an epic feel to it, yeah. um, which can overwhelm movies, and this one did get overwhelmed by it, but it was epic. And the CG in this one, yeah. not not bad. I'm assuming that for was a lot. For 1998. I'm yeah, assuming a, a lot of that was ago. CG. Yeah. Was it or like was it models? Was it set design? No, they were doing yeah computer graphics. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't know. I mean, it's twenty years ago CGI, but it still looks pretty good. That's the magic. If you can't tell, it's no Langoliers. Is what I say, I always say that. <laughs> oh, those it's no Langoliers. <laughs> chomp, 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 chomp. <laughs> um, but you can imagine, you can imagine if it were the Langoliers. Yeah. I mean, we'd hope that the Langoliers would make an appearance. And Belky <laughs> from uh, cousin Belky from Perfect Strangers. Uh, I also thought that there were several scenes that were seemed pretty tense to me. Like I was found myself like legitimately gritting my teeth and be like, "Oh, are they going to make it?" You know. Yeah. Um, I will. I mean, it's hard to say a good without also <laughs> adding a bad. But like the bad is that I think it was a little too too much leaning yeah. into that. Like there were a lot of really tense scenes, and I felt like it was by the end of it, I was just like, "Okay, enough, enough with all these." scenes quit wrenching my heart yeah but like the fact that it got me to actually care and like and and wonder are they i mean the odds were completely stacked against them i felt like that was pretty well done i knew they were gonna make it though of course (laughs) um they had to make it to armageddon too i'm gonna start the bads okay here are the bads i have several (laughs) the first one is the (laughs) clock is ticking every time you turned around that clock is ticking Every time someone's saying the clock, the time is running out, time is running, and I and you know that, but they still had time to do so many little side things. So this is where Deep Impact goes for the win. They had a couple of years to get ready. I wish they would have just twiddled their thumbs and not thought about it. They did, but they just had time to get everyone in a bunker. Yeah. I, mean, I think like, they launched a few expeditions towards their asteroid and failed. And it failed, isn't that right? Yeah. Anyway, deep impact. Anyway, sorry. That's coming to a theater this fall. Um, I thought the, um, I'm just going to say this, I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> the Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler romantic animal cracker scene <laughs> was That the, was very awkward. Yeah, and, and now let's tie this in. It was awkward. 
They're laying in a meadow by a Jeep or whatever they drove out there. <laughs> and Steven Tyler... With the clock ticking. ...is playing in the... I mean, Aerosmith. Steven Tyler lives dead. <laughs> you see a microphone singing, with streamers hanging from it. ...is singing in the background of this, of this moment. He probably is literally in the background of that <laughs> shot somewhere. I... I can't imagine if I were, if I, I'm not going to say anything salacious here. I could not imagine if my father had a song, okay, that we was playing on a radio while I was trying to talk to someone in about animal crackers. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Why not? Um, not? I will also say this. Um, the science aspect of this was, was really bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. They didn't even attempt it. The, the, no. You start out with astronauts and teach them how to drill. Yeah. You don't say, we got to get drillers and teach them how to astronaut. It <laughs> doesn't think- even make sense. <laughs> Steve Buscemi kind of wrapped that up in, in a good, good quote when asked some scientific question because I'm a genius. <laughs> There's no other reason. You, you he don't have to know. He was a scientist, wasn't he? Yeah. What's What's really bad is that. Oh, he has Billy Bob Thornton's. Billy Bob Thornton's character weird. actually admits the farce. It, like he's getting ready to train them. He's like, most astronauts train for three or four years. You've got fifteen days. And I was just like, <laughs> really, what? Fi- really five like, minutes. So you, you know that this is a complete stupid situation. Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> why not? And, and it's like that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep rambling on it. Um. <laughs> I, I I have one more bad. Yeah, tell me another bad. I, I hate just complain about. I, I just bad. hate that the asteroids always find the major landmarks. Oh, the <laughs> iconic I mean, cities. They're... Not uh, not the African Sahara. Yeah, gets pummeled by at it, New York, Bangladesh, Paris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there, at least in Independence Day, there was a reason for it because they were like, yeah. targeting this. Yeah. But yeah, this is a, a no brain. Uh, another big comment. one. Another big one on this <laughs> is the, the amount of B roll that they yeah. used. Unnecessary. Kids are got sparklers and and American flags <laughs> in the background, and it's a Chevy driving by, and it's like, are you? So much of that. That that's him as a director, big time. Like that's Titanic. That's oh, yeah. Transformers. He wants to portray oh there's this whole life and it's great and uh uh-oh but it's gonna get disrupted there's some french people sitting around at a cafe eating baguettes and listening to the radio (laughs) yeah one guy sit one guy's literally there's huddled around the old radio (laughs) at this at this french cafe outdoor cafe thing bistro thing and there's a one guy leaning on a motorcycle with a girl in the back of the motorcycle, and then there's three or four other people. They're all listening, listening intently. It's so stupid looking. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Anyway, I was um, amazed by that. Actually, so amazed. I was. I stand amazed. Well, let's rate this movie. Wait, I got some bads. Did I skip you? Yeah. Well, I don't want to miss Bill's bad. <laughs> Um, we I, we kind of made fun of it in the trailer because the, the trailer mimics the the movie as far as like you know what's in it, but there's a lot of shouting in this movie. Oh and, my like, gosh! In, yeah. in the last hour of the film, I I feel like fifty percent of the lines were screamed. <laughs> Harry, I love you. No, <laughs> they're just all shouting at each other. But like, even early in the movie, they're on the. <laughs> there's some really dumb dialogue yeah. on the um, oil rig, 
and yeah, and they just are yelling, man. They're yelling nonstop because the oil rigs are loud. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. drilling into the earth to gain, you know, petroleum from the earth. I have, so. I, I have two more. Um, so. <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys felt about Liv Tyler's performance in it. And, and like you said, Jack, this is not her first film. And she's been, you know, she was in That Thing You Do and several other movies before this. She was awful to me. Like, I, I could not stand watching her on screen. She was terrible. She was little more than just eye candy for, like, the other characters. She, for the most part, just sit, stands there and stares at people and then, like, yells about her dad at the very end. They were wise to not give her very many lines because she... I, she's she's beautiful. Like yeah. she she's very nice to look at, but yeah. once she starts talking, you're <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. Oh, Phil. Oh, so, oh honey. Yeah. She's got a beautiful heart. Yeah. That's her new movie coming up, Beautiful Heart. My last <laughs> thing is there are so many tropes in this movie to the point that there's it does almost nothing Trope. original. Uh, yeah. It almost nothing original in the movie. Like it's a uh, cut the red wire, cut the blue blue wire. Yeah. Uh, we're not leaving them behind, or it's gonna blow, or yeah. we gotta get out of here right now. It's like taking. it's it's literally every action movie that you've ever seen, and it just takes all those lines and just sucks them into the movie. Right. There was like nine writers on this movie, like oh, wow. nine people that wrote the the screenplay for it, and literally like it could have been written by one guy that's watched ten action movies from the nineties. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Pretty bad. It's time to rate this movie. Scale of one to five horribles. One horrible is a pretty bad movie. Um, I don't want to give examples. One is a bad movie. Okay. Five is bad. Super bad. Like the worst. Like the worst thing ever. Um, I don't know. Maybe the cure for wellness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Armageddon, mm. scale of one to five horribles. Phil, um, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go three. Yeah. I, I had fun with it, but I also recognize it's pretty bad. Yeah. Jared, you know, I'm just gonna give it a two. Okay, I mean it's laughable yes. at moments, but just the scale of things kind of knocks it up a, a notch for me. Don't you think this is really easy to make fun of, though? It is. Right? What are you giving it? Yeah. I'm giving it two. Two. But it is pretty bad. And I hate it. So I'm going to give yeah. it a three now. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to decide between a two and a three. Yeah. I really don't like it. Give it a two point. And two I, point did, I didn't like it at the time either. And I also didn't like, I'll list the things I don't like. Titanic. I would do Titanic on this podcast because I don't like that movie. Really? Huh. It's no. long. No, it's long. And I don't oh, think it tells much of a story work. other than Granny, the old lady. <laughs> and that's when they got the diamonds. And then Jack and I were in that car. Oh, no. Oh, no, Granny. Slap in the window. Please stop. Oh, Please gosh. stop, Granny. Please, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to hear about this. Part. Yeah, no, thanks, Granny. So, wow. anyway. Okay, I have, I have a couple of questions about the movies. This isn't necessarily good or bad. I'm just like confused, I guess. Why why were there... Let's fill in the plot. The, the comet is like hurtling through space and it has all these stalagmites on it. Like it's... It looks, it's frosty. It, it looks like... Um, Ice planet, Pluto. It looks like... What I, what I looks, envision Pluto to be. Yeah, it looks like the uh, Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> it does. In the, super, in the in Superman Returns. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. I don't know why they. What, what's they your question that. with that, Phil? Uh, I just I don't understand. It shouldn't it just be like smooth and round. I'm like, a genius. Okay, you're a genius. That, that's all you get from that one. Um, my other. Question, I think that's how iron forms or something. <laughs> like in, 
right? No. There's uh, okay. The other thing Move with the, the comment, and again, it's we shouldn't think that this is has anything serious to say about science, but um, there's no reason there's any gravity on that comet. Like it's not spinning. It's just it's like I mean I guess it spins a little after it goes around the moon. But is there a centrifugal force in space? No, yes. I mean like if if. Well, it, yeah, I mean, so when it's they get the size to, of Texas, when they get to the space people? station, when they get to the space station, they create ah. artificial gravity by spinning the station. It's the 2001 Space Odyssey thing. Station. So, yeah. Station. So, but that's not happening on the comet. And but they honestly, talked the, about the thrusters the, and I assume some like magnetic things in there. Yeah. Suits. I mean, it's quite large, so I guess it could have its own sense of gravity, but there's no gravity when they jump the cavern. Like the, the movie, they should just shut the, off into space. The, the movie chooses certain scenes to have gravity and other scenes to not have gravity. It doesn't make any you sense. bad science. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So very good. Here's what I'm going to say, folks. Um, I I liked making fun of this movie, but now we're going to talk about something that I like to talk about for sure, and it's what have you been into lately? Phil teased this on the last one. I'm curious about what he's got. So, um, do you guys remember the old, uh, I guess it was in arcades, but also came to the Super Nintendo, NBA Jam. Oh, yeah, man. I think Love that... It. Oh, man. He's you on dunk, fire. You fire, dunk fire. And, the, fire. and the ball would light up on fire. Boom, Boom shakalaka. <laughs> yeah. Scotty Pippen was the, the, the guy to be on that Oh, yeah. One. He was the most well-rounded. Yeah. Well, but the Bulls because I think the Bulls, yeah. I think that Jordan didn't allow, allow yeah. his likeness on Yeah, he wasn't game. on there. Oh, really? And that's probably why they cranked he up Scotty Pippen a lot. Big, yeah. Well, Mike, what? He, he's that Michael was Jordan. the game to be on. He had his own game, though. He had his own games what? and stuff. Who I don't played know. it? Probably Space Jam. I don't know. He, <laughs> well, he was okay, huge, what's man. Your, what's your thing, Phil? So, okay, so the recent news is uh, that game is coming back. They're bringing I back. Heard that. They're they bringing should. it back. Yes, and so the sequel finally, twenty-five years later, is coming out. Uh, it's they're teaming up with the guys that did the NBA Street games. So it's going to have like more of a three D kind of thing. Yeah, interesting. I, I am. Yeah. I, I, this game could be terrible. I will still play it. Like awesome. I am super excited about it. That was one of my favorite games. NBA Jam is so, awesome. Yeah, you know, I right. played it. I played a lot. So yeah, yeah it was fun. Uh, NFL yeah. did the NFL Blitz in arcades, and it was actually kind of similar. It did some of the similar things. Um, I've actually, and this isn't maybe what I've been into lately, but but I have been playing. I bought like a, I'll do this where I go to GameStop and just buy like the newest, I'll buy the newest possible version of a game, sports game, football, basketball, whatever. But I don't want to pay a new price. So I get as <laughs> close to the current date as I can and I will buy that game. And I normally, I, I don't spend over a couple bucks on games. I just don't. Like I just well, that's easy to do with the sports right, games because there's always there's always coming out with a new one, mm-hmm. and so anyway, yeah. anyway, I've been playing the NBA. There's an NBA game that I've been playing lately that's you know kind of a, some. It's not the same thing as NBA Jam, but I totally know what you're saying because I like it's like playing sports games are fun. They're fun, man. Jared, <laughs> what have you been into lately? What have you been into? Um, this is a weird one. I was trying. To, I haven't been into too much like entertainment wise. Uh, kind of fitness. This thing at my work is kind of we we've been doing this minute long workouts every hour. Really? Yeah. It's it's weirdly like taken su- off. Like it's like, like super everybody. Intense. Like it, it's kind of got gone free form at this point. Uh, we got like half of us doing planks, half people doing wall sits for a minute. It's cool. <laughs> but like at, <laughs> at the hour, everybody comes over. We hit the clock and 
it's like just fitness time. Who, who instigated <laughs> that? Uh, a couple ladies. I, I work for a, a, a large school district in the state, and a couple ladies in the curriculum department started doing it, but they didn't get much following in their area, so they came over to our space, and yeah. and there's like 12, 14 people just planking or doing wall no squats. No it, wow. it their, it's so weird. <laughs> I know. We have this huge open workspace, but it, it's really cool. I'm going to have a, a six-pack someday from eight eight minutes of, of planking a day. <laughs> Eight-minute abs. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just fun. It, it helps the day go faster because we now dread when the hour turns over by the mm. end of the day, and, and that just makes it go so much faster. Well, cool. Try it. Cool. Try it out at your workplace. Maybe I will. Close your office door and plank for a little bit no, well, on the hour. <laughs> Me and planks. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, I'll tell you what. Uh, it's been a good episode. Armageddon, um, I feel like, um, like I said, it's justified to be on this podcast, to be on this show, if you will. Um, Bruce Willis has been, he's not been on this show before. No, he's a no. first-timer. He's a first-timer. And there are people that, again, folks, would argue that he shouldn't have been on here, but I'm going to stand by it. Would you guys say this was pretty easy to make fun of? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that I don't want to. I don't really want to do deep impact on this ever. I don't remember. I think well. the reviews were better on that one. But but this was bigger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it made more money. Yeah. yeah. It, deep impact was also a lot shorter. Like it was shorter yeah. by thirty minutes. Yeah. And, and this had the star-studded cast. The big time star-studded cast. I mean, that one did have Morgan Freeman in it though. <laughs> now he's never been on this podcast. Nope. I don't know that he would. Oh, we'll find something. Yeah. Oh, Morgan, we're coming to get you. We'll find something for (laughs) you. Morgan Frank. I see. I didn't even go there. (laughs) Anyway, so folks, thanks for tuning in. Um, Follow us on the old Twitter. Um, Again, iTunes, um, like us, rate, review us, and uh, find us all over the place. We've got on some radio stations, and we'll do a little station ID at the end of this. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. See you soon. The Horrible Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horrible Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula, 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, TheHorribleMoviePodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com and anywhere podcasts are found. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, Liv Tyler. And I don't want to miss your things. Yeah. Oh, I want to touch your things, That's baby. sweetest dream I'll never do. Because mm, I just miss your gravy, and I want to dip you in a chicken wing.